0: Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. We learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in because Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the
1: Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike, Mike Zlatnik, and today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome Carl Fisher. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you kindly for coming as a guest on the podcast. Carl is a co-founder and CEO of the Kama Plan, hailing from uh, Philadelphia. It's a great IRA custodian. And um, Carl, tell us a little bit about you, your, your history, your family, how you used to launch rockets in the space. So I would love to hear any anything uh, interesting. Just tell us a little bit about Carl.
0: Sure. I uh, grew up in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, My mom and dad moved here when I was very young. I went to school in uh, New York at Cornell University. From there, I went to Kennedy Space Center and uh, uh, was launching rockets starting on the shuttle program, Uh, went through all the R&D there, then went to commercial space and also uh, military and uh, secret launches on the Titan program.
1: Wow, that's Um, really
0: cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, it's definitely fun. You know, it's more fun than uh, self-directed IRAs and real estate, but I don't think you make quite the amount of money uh, by working for the man every day. But if you have to have a job, it's great. I basically left there when man flight uh, started going downhill and we were having less and less. We were all supposed to be flying, you know, every two weeks uh, when I started the program but my mom and dad were in real estate and their moms and dads were in real estate. So it was natural that, uh, um, I grew up around it. So I started buying real estate. I never knew why anybody rented. Uh, so once I found out self-directed IRAs were good and I found that out simply by a mistake after my dad died, like most realtors land rich and cash poor, we just can't seem to, Keep money in the bank. We always want to buy another piece of property, right, or another asset. So I uh, had to borrow some money when he died, and I borrowed some money from a from a self directed IRA, and uh, it was very hard to find information out about it. This was in 1993, and then I found out all the wealthy were using it for for years and years, and it just wasn't known to uh, uh, the common man. Even after talking to the IRS, and and I even went back to the university. Uh, you know, in the library and tried to get data on it. So uh, thank God uh, Al Gore invented the internet. and I started finding out more and more information.
1: Thank you for that uh, introduction. Uh, Much appreciated. The most exciting part was, again, the space shuttle. Love coming to the Kennedy Space Center and looking at the, um, I think what is displayed there? Space Shuttle Atlantis, right? That's the one at the Kennedy Space Center. Uh,
0: Yeah, the one that's still there, yeah. I mean, I've seen the one on the on the ship in New York uh, on the Intrepid, and uh, I was actually going through the Intrepid and, and saw a picture of the firing room, the launch room, and somebody pointed out it was a picture of me when I was younger when I I was there with the group. I never even knew it was there.
1: Wow, that is amazing. You 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 were in the history. You were in the yeah, history. exactly. Uh, that's that's great. Let's continue with the um, Kama Plan and um, self directed IRA. So, uh, tell us a little bit about what's different, what's better uh, in CAMO Plan versus some of the other shops out there. There are a lot of uh, shops that have opened up over the, the last however many years, sort of taking the self directed IRA to masses, versus what you said, the few, the wealthy, have been using it for years and now. Uh, many, many folks diversifying out of the Wall Street and putting their funds in their own control through self-directed custodians and then picking and choosing where to invest in things like real estate or other alternatives?
0: Yeah, no, that, that's a great question, Mike. And let me first start out with, um, I call what CAMA plan does real self-direction. We don't sell any investments and we don't tout any investments. People uh, come to us with their own investments. But you can get a self-directed account at Fidelity, Vanguard, Merrill Lynch, all of the big brokerage houses, but be very careful because their self-directed account will only let you buy what they sell, okay? So you're still gonna be limited to uh, uh, stocks, bonds, CDs, municipal funds, and things like that. At plan our primary customers are buying into uh, real estate or notes and mortgages associated with real estate for the most case. And then they're also buying into funds and privately held funds. And they also buy into funds like your own there, which again is real estate fund uh, and and REITs, et cetera, and precious metals, gold and silver, et cetera. That's what the majority of our clients use. Now, some of them will buy llamas and, uh, um, you know some other, you know, different investments that they're familiar with, um, and that they can make some money on. Uh, now, Plan compared to the other truly self-directed IRAs, uh, we're a we're a uh, shop that is founded by investors, you know, for investors. Uh, like I said, my family was in real estate. I'm the oldest of twelve brothers and sisters. And almost all of them are in real estate and a lot of their kids are in real estate, either as realtors or landlords or uh, Airbnb or a combination of those. So uh, we focus on people like, like that, like ourselves. Our, our fee sheet is like that. I think we're the only company that, out there that doesn't charge an annual fee until you actually do a, uh, do a deal And we do that because we want people focusing on the deal, not worrying about their account, not trying to get their accounts open at the last minute. Uh, We want them ready and doing their due diligence. We take uh, technology uh, very seriously and we take protection and security of the information at people's accounts. Uh, You know, we're a little bit slower to the automation because we wanna make sure that, number one, that, that things are safe Hardware and software isn't uh, kidnapped or, uh, you know, forced onto ransomware. Uh, You know, we can't, we're not, let me say, uh, uh, we're not so proud that we think we're better than uh, Home Depot and the Pentagon and Hillary Clinton as far as protecting their information. So we do do the best we can and we do it slowly and methodically. Uh, so that's primarily the reasons that are there. We have a lot of education we think is is important, and we try to help our clients as well as our uh, uh, vendors, you know, do the best that they can and, and be knowledgeable.
1: Great comments. Uh, love love some of your uh, small nuggets and insights for sure. The self-directed accounts that the Wall Street offers are not self-directed the way Plan offers, because I went through this, I remember years ago with Bank of America, self-directed account, you can buy the mutual funds, you can buy the Wall Street products, you cannot buy a turkey property, you cannot invest in a private fund like our family funds. So that's a pretty basic point, but a very important point. And um, the other, Uh, critical point, this is safety and security nowadays. It is a big issue uh, with um, uh, a lot of uh, hackers out there. So there's there's the pure technology hacking and there's people who find ways to impersonate and call and try to get access to somebody's else self-directed IRA funds, and then have those funds go into some other deal which is completely bogus. So you as a custodian have to make sure that you verify who you're dealing with, who you're talking to and who is giving you the letter of direction. And I think it's critical. It, it is, a lot of folks have a um, ton of capital in self-directed accounts and uh, it's one of their largest NASDAQs. So uh, I think safety and security of their capital is a, is a top priority. So
0: Yeah. D- Dave and I, Dave Van Horn and I, I know you're going to talk to him I think next week, but uh, we have, we share a comment. Uh, it's not uh return on principle it's return of principle so we want people to to do their due diligence and pay attention to what they're investing in
1: yeah I absolutely love that it's it's the downside protection that's that so that's what i like to call it uh yeah if you can get the return of capital then the return on capital is irrelevant so that makes total sense <laughs> um uh, and, and I love your other point, like all of the people, by the people, for the people. Uh, you are off the real estate uh, investors for the real estate investors, and and um, uh, yeah. So uh, let's continue. Um, other kind of interesting thoughts. Uh, any other services uh, that are unique that that you offer? Anything interesting on the education front? How would people learn uh, some of the? best practices it's a wild west out there a lot of custodians a lot of ideas a lot of uh, interesting education and there seems to be um, a lot of bright and shiny objects out there and a lot of people are attracted to the bright and shiny objects which is not the way to invest the way to invest is to build relationship with people who they know like and trust including the custodian and feel comfortable that custodian is looking out for them the same way for us we want people to know like and trust us before they write a check
0: yeah, no, I, I, we believe relationships are our key. Uh, we do have a due diligence page right on our website under Why Pick Cama Plan uh, that basically answers most of the questions people have. Whenever we get a new one, we'll put it on that page if people are asking or if they ask us for that. Um, so, no, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, my generation obviously is one of the older baby boom generations, and we did a lot of stuff on relationships uh, I see my kids and some of my grandkids are on their cell phones every day. They don't keep a checkbook. They have the balance in their, in their hand on their phone. Um, and I'm not 100% sure that that's the right way to do it because I don't know where you get your trust um, you know, in today's environment. For some reason, I like seeing meeting and socializing with individuals, which COVID has taken away a lot. Um, and you know we have done it, but even still, even with our Zoom meeting and me seeing you here, it's not the same as sharing a meal or you know riding in a limo to the airport or or you know meeting at at an event you know in Colorado or something like that where you can do other things besides just business. So we're 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 always big on relationships. We have been right from the beginning. We make friends slow, but we also provide education. Uh, almost all of it is free. And there are uh, multiple webinars and, and Zoom meetings and podcasts on our website. Uh, and Mike, I'd probably like to invite you to come uh, talk a little bit about what you do on, on those because and we make them all free. So there is no uh, um, annual membership, etc. Anybody can really watch them, even if you're not a client, because we do want our clients educated. We found out that early on that people that make bad mistakes, it'll roll over and, and look bad on us. And a lot of times they even think we're involved with the people they're doing business with, which obviously we're not. Everybody picks their own investment, therefore they have to do their own due diligence on those investments. There's no way with the thousands of clients we have um, that we can um, vet every, every investment. So we do want to look at it. We have red flags that, that are there, but uh, we want our, our people educated.
1: Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, from a legal perspective, fiduciary duty, you uh, can't even you know, suggest or recommend any investment and people need to do their own push-ups. And Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah the due diligence is certainly dear to my heart. I appreciate the uh, gracious invitations to uh, present to your folks. Yeah, let's schedule this offline. Happy to do that. Actually, actually have a number of educational webinars, myself uh, and our team. And uh, one of the topics is um, due diligence. How do you do due diligence on a deal? It's not, not an easy exercise. Mm-hmm. We invest into a lot of deals from our family of funds. And uh, it's a process. It's not an easy process, especially when you're investing with a new um, relationship. Um, one of the things that we do is we don't even take on any new business without a strong referral from an existing relationships. So, uh, all the bright and shiny objects almost disappear out there, no matter how attractive it looks, unless there's a good referral. I don't want to waste time on anything that's out there. Uh, same thing with the custodian. If somebody doesn't refer me to a custodian, why would I want to talk to them unless I get a good referral? And Calma and Plan, uh, I know they're you're a strong custodian. We, we, we've got a number of folks invested in, in our funds from Calma from Plan. and. Generally, the whole world goes around. I'm old-fashioned like you. I would rather get a referral than some kind of uh, great message uh, through an email campaign or whatever the social media platform. Uh, Not disrespecting those platforms. I don't want to be a dinosaur. There's all kinds of great stuff uh, on these platforms. But the reality is when you do deals, you're you're much better off. you got to establish the know, like, and trust of the sponsor. Whoever you invest with, you got to feel comfortable. You have to know them personally. Whatever extent, what they do with their values, what projects, how they select them, how they um, do the due diligence, what's the downside protection? (laughs) How do you know your principal is not going to go poof? So yeah,
0: no, you're one hundred percent. I mean, real estate to me is one of the safer investments out there. It's very hard for people to steal and carry it off. But uh, um, you know, like you said, you still have to do the due diligence. I'll just give you one example. I went to buy a property. And the guy had it advertised on the social media. And when I started doing the due diligence, and I found out he didn't even own it, right? The owner was away you know, in Europe and he was trying to sell the house when he wasn't there. So um, there are, uh, I think certain assets are more safe than others, but I don't think anything is without risk. And I think that you got to do you know, at least a minimal amount of due diligence. And if you don't do that due diligence uh, or you're not sure how to do it, than take a class like you do. But I, I like hiring somebody that's good at doing due diligence, maybe an attorney or somebody at Nexus Lexus or something like that.
1: Yeah, makes total sense. Funny you mentioned that. <laughs> uh, when I mentioned this years ago, we're still um, uh, talking about this, this type of fraud, by the way, is out there to a substantial degree. Years back, we uh, bought a property from a wholesaler who bought a property from somebody who basically sold without the authority, an, an ex-employee who sold uh, a property that they have no authority to sell. And uh, that's why you title insurance. We're protected, we, we basically have fidelity and if you do proper process, you have a good downside protection. But the point is, there are shysters out there which will advertise very attractive deals um, to somebody else to buy, and when they go buy it, they get a good deal, but they, what, what do they, they just buy? What did they just invest in? Unfortunately, a lot of that happens. There's too many unscrupulous folks, uh, bad sponsors and operators, and sometimes even good sponsors and operators uh, bring the deal forward that ain't worth it an investment for the reasons that sometimes the terms are not fair. Sometimes the, the terms too good for the operator and, and not good for investors. When things go well, investors make a reasonable rate of return. But when things go bad, they take it on the sh- on, on 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 the chin. And mm-hmm. I like to call it proper risk adjusted return. This is the holy grail of the investing. It's like a Wall Street term, risk adjusted return. But the reality is that's that's the way to think about it. Not just with the top line, but what is risk adjusted target. So, uh, yeah, no, I think
0: when you do all those things and then couple it with a self directed IRA, or you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Roth IRA. I like tax free income for my life. And then, you know, for 10 years after I'm dead for my heirs. So, uh, I'm, I'm big on doing the self direction, but your investments have to be good. Um, and once you have that, then just start moving them into the self-directed world. And, you know, in my case, you're, you're making an extra 40% when it's in the, uh, iras and 401ks based just on the federal tax brackets
1: you absolutely love it the idea is so powerful you're going to laugh about this and i'll talk about this on your podcast right now we're chatting about our podcast but we're working on a fund we're launching our second generation growth fund called tempo growth fund 2. probably will launch uh in february this year where we identify the uh, need and the opportunity of self-directed IRA investors. And we're literally creating two separate classes of units. One is for IRA investors, which is what would actually be preferred equity will look like that in essence to them. And they'll get no depreciation, but they will get better terms and better safety. So we we'll call it the class A units. And then we'll shift the depreciation to those folks who invest in cash who need more depreciation and they'll take the class B, they'll take more risk. But why am I mentioning this is we recognize the need and the value of self-directed custodians like you and the investors who wanna participate in these great projects uh, tax deferred or tax deferred for traditional tax-free for, for ROLF. And even we're creating special units specifically designed for IRA investors because they don't need depreciation and they need better terms as the result of that trade-off. So I just wanted to acknowledge this. I think it's a very powerful idea and it makes total sense for, um, Folks to invest with self-directed, especially the Roth accounts. Uh, just a quick, uh, enlighten me for a little bit. We're, we're almost done. We, uh, but five more minutes left. Um, two questions. So one, how would folks get a hold of you if they wanted to uh, learn more about Kama plan And uh, is that a website? What's the best way? And the next question, there was a round of uh, proposed tax changes and laws changes that was discussed back and forth. Uh, you're probably better versed than me. Uh, what has transpired? Anything particularly bad happened for self-directed uh, IRAs? Uh, what, what are the changes? I know at least they didn't kill the holy grail, which they wanted to do uh, with uh, prohibiting IRAs from investing in the deals that require accreditation, which is basically would have been a disaster for the whole industry. That was off the table. But any other changes that kind of took place in the last uh, few months, and if any specific strategy changes for folks? Should they consider converting traditional to Roth sooner rather than later, any, any comments from this?
0: Um, sure, uh, those are all great points. Uh, the first thing that I wanna say in case case we run out of time is camaplan.com, C-A-M-A-P-L-A-N.com is our website. You can get our phone number and all of our other information there. You can set up a uh, call with an account executive. If you don't get the answers you need from them or you think you want more, you can actually set up an appointment with me after going through one of the account executives. Um, as far as uh, there was a whole bunch of changes that were uh, seemed like they targeted uh, IRAs and 401Ks primarily because of uh, um, somebody leaking the uh, amounts in Peter Thiel's and Mitt Romney's and other people's IRAs uh, that have been using self-direction. Uh, but most of those were killed. Uh, one, one of the things that they are uh, um, putting out there is they're not letting uh, backdoor Roths go uh, anymore, which is going to limit the amount of uh, money that uh, the wealthy can put in there. But What does that mean?
1: If people make like 400000 a year, they cannot convert traditional to Roth? Is that what the limitation is?
0: Uh That's what they're trying to do, but that's like seven years out from when they were talking about doing it. Uh, The other one is um, what happens is, you know, they're they're making too much money to get a tax uh, deferral on the money they put into their um, 401k or their IRA, which is, um, you know, $180,000, and that's into their IRA. If they make that, they don't get a deduction for that. But then what they were doing was immediately turning over and putting that into a Roth IRA and uh, um, doing a, a Roth contribution from a traditional without a uh, tax deduction. Uh, so that's out there. But I mean, I, I've been following that. This year we got more uh, um, hoopla and advertising on it, you know, and then somebody told the senators and the congressmen, hey, do you know you're invested in these things too? It's going to hurt your income. So then it falls off the table, you know? Um, and so most of that um, hasn't happened. Doesn't mean it's not going to raise their their head again. But there was a, you know, I think like a dozen years ago, they were trying to make IRAs only invest in government-issued uh, securities, treasuries, bonds, et cetera. And that fell off too. So um, you, you never really know what's going on. The, the worst thing that I saw happen uh, happened in 2019. And that's when they took the uh, stretch IRA uh, and only made all IRAs uh, had to be distributed 10 years after the uh, um, owner of it dies before you could pass it on to your son. And then he could pass it on to his son or grandson or granddaughter, et cetera. So from that aspect, um, you never know what's going to come out there. But let's face it, there's almost $30 trillion in uh, savings plans and and retirement plans and educational savings accounts and HSAs. And the government wants to get their hands on that, right? I mean, they're not going, uh, they're going after people in real estate, people with businesses and people that own stuff because that's where the money is. Um, and retirement accounts. So that's what's going to get taxed, in my opinion, in the future, because that's what's being taxed in the the past.
1: Thanks for your wisdom and your comments. Uh, Yeah, these are critical points. um, And I I do think that the Wall Street uh, lobby has a grand conspiracy to uh, shut off as much as possible from self-directed custodians um, going into real estate and alternatives because Wall Street wants the money back uh in their mutual funds so they can um uh, they can do well and and prohibit people from investing in what people understand so uh and then the government of course from the point of view that taxation it's the easy targets it's the let's tax the rich uh yeah. and the rich uh sometimes uh, is, is is an average joe but uh for some reason it's a political political uh, um you know politicians need to get elected and re-elected but that aside it's uh uh, for some reason, it's easy to pick on where you think the easy targets are uh, unfortunately, yeah, and, that, yeah, go ahead.
0: and they want they want to make it the government wants to make it the easy target, so it's it's not a far reach to see them pushing them back into Wall Street because with a you know a, a snap of the fingers and a signing of the pen, they can take that money right out of out of Wall Street. It's a lot harder to get it out of a house you know in in indiana or or Texas or California, you know um so there's a lot of people that want to do that if if, you know it's a lot easier to take your money out of a bank or out of a uh brokerage account than it is you know
1: off the street so it's total sense yeah thank you carl for your wisdom thank you for sharing once again uh, camaplan.com is the way to reach carl and um take, take, take the opportunity to speak with uh, account executive and speak with Carl and learn more. And that's, uh, that's how the world uh, goes around education first. And then, uh, this will help uh, folks self-direct. So thank you, Carl.
0: Thank you, Mike, for having me. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the big Mike fun podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's how to choose a smart real estate fund book, head to bigmikefund.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's Mike Slondig. Keep listening and keep investing, Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.